When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome to the Cricket Badger IPL Daily Podcast 2021. The Indian Premier League 14th edition. It's great to have you with us. From the first match all the way to the final. Chennai Super Kings, Delhi Capitals, Kolkata Knight Riders, Mumbai Indians, Punjab Kings, Rajasthan Royals, Royal Challengers, Bangalore, Sunrisers, Hyderabad. May the best team win. Brought to you in association with Who Knows Wins, put your money where your mates are, and play along with the Cricket Badger. Hello everybody, welcome along, it's the IPL 2021 Daily, and unfortunately it's the last one for a while because we made the decision that rather than just carry on talking about the same things every day for the foreseeable until we get further news on the IPL, um, we will uh, just put a hold on these IPL Daily podcasts until um, hopefully the competition gets rearranged and replayed later on in the year. So we'll get all of the fan badges back if that is the case, and if it is obviously cancelled and we don't hear from it again, this is it, basically this is the final podcast, so hopefully there will will be more, possibly, in September. We'll talk about that in just a second. We've got Nakul and Naman on for one final time in this run of the podcast. And Naman, just talking to you before we press record there, a lot of talk about the IPL and, and whether it's going to come back. And if it does come back, I've seen three countries mentioned, England being one, Australia being another, and the UAE being the, the third option there. There's advantages to each of those. I mean, obviously, with the English version of that, you've got the Indian team over in England this summer. So it would be uh, them basically staying on for the IPL. Um, you mentioned to me that they're talking about maybe the T20 World Cup being swapped to Australia this time around. So that would be where the Australian IPL edition comes into it, playing that before the T20 World Cup in Australia. And then obviously the UAE has a bit of a rehash of last season. If you were to ha- be a betting man there, Naman, where would you put your money in terms of the most likely country for the IPL to be staged in if it is to return? I feel it would be Australia also because uh, plenty of players in IPL are also from Australia and uh, getting their availability is also a major thing. Also following T20 World Cup, it would be Big Bash as well. So overall, if the for me, the major point over here is the country hosting the T20 World Cup uh, will be preferred as the best uh, uh, location for IPL uh, for, the, for hosting it because it will be easier to get the uh, players and also the availability from various... Uh, countries as well because uh, they would want their players to get uh, the feel of the wickets and uh, feel of the grounds uh, where the World Cup is going to be hosted. So overall, I feel if it is Australia, uh, I feel Australia would be the best because we have already seen UAE and I feel that uh, the cases are rising over there and uh, just as we saw last year, even the Big Bash India Australia series, every every matches had uh, people on the ground. So I feel uh, it's more safer than UAE because we have witnessed already what uh, how Australia have hosted the series or test series and Big Bash along with the people on the ground so I feel uh, that would be the major criteria uh, considering Australia moving on yeah I mean I was, I was speaking to somebody in the UAE actually yesterday they were saying that you know it's not perfect there by any means COVID at the current time I mean COVID moves on in cycles doesn't it I mean we're talking about September the world could look a lot different by then 
Who Knows Wins? Download our app right now from the Apple App Store or the Google Play Store and play against your friends with bragging rights and real money on the line. Who Knows Wins? Put your money where your mates are. Who Knows Wins? In a league of their own. Michael, would you be in agreement that Naman's suggesting maybe Australia is is the favourite? I don't know that there is a favourite right now, to be honest, James. There's so many logistical and calendar complications with rescheduling it anywhere, really. England England already has uh, an awful lot of cricket going on this summer. Um, If you look at all of the domestic competitions, um, full men's and women's calendars, and then also... Um, you have the possibility and high possibility of weather intervening when in England. I know September is actually not a bad month here. It's quite well, warm. And, and rather nicely, we call it an Indian summer when it's nice in September, don't we? Well, indeed, and it, it often is. But but still, um, weather could interrupt things and it'll already be a very tight window. There's no chance for rescheduling. Australia, it's very early in the Australian season to having it in, to be having it in September. We know Australia's attitudes towards bringing players into the country from overseas. And, you know, that may change when the COVID situation, if the COVID situation improves by then. But that seems logistically difficult. The UAE seems the most obvious choice in terms of, you know, the facilities are pretty much set up and ready to go. And uh, it's very well self-contained so that you can drive between venues, which presumably you couldn't do in, say, Australia. I know there are a few venues in, in Melbourne and Sydney, but but you can drive between venues. The bubbling is easier. Uh, the hotel capacity is there. But the window is so tight to get the T20 World Cup happening and organised. And I don't think there is much appetite. I don't think there will be much appetite for moving the T20 World Cup again, which has already happened. If it has to go to the UAE because of COVID, that's fine. But moving it to a whole different host country, you know, Australia is meant to be hosting it next year, for example. But Australia was meant to be hosting it this year with India hosting it last year. I mean, the suggestion, Michael, is that the India and Australia are talking about swapping. So India, Australia host it this time, then India get it back the year after. That's kind of already happened. I think that this is an awful lot of moving around of this, yeah. of this tournament. And I, I don't know how much appetite there will be for that, given that we are closer to that tournament. I, I have to say, I don't think the IPL will happen later this year, just because of all of those logistical considerations. N- Neil was very good on the podcast yesterday. I mean, Neil's an accountant. He, he pours over the figures and, and the finances of all of this. And he, he was suggesting that the IPL... We seem from you know from a distance. We look at the IPL as being just making India rich. But Neil was going through the various cases that you know South African cricket will suffer um, a lot. You know the money gets moved around into different places. Obviously, it goes to the players who then go off to their own countries as well. But yeah, you know, the Australian Cricket Association takes ten percent of any Australians' money that plays in the IPL. The ECB and the counties benefit from the fact that uh, English players play in the competition too. Um, so there are repercussions of stopping this IPL and. That's before you even think about the sponsors and the TV broadcast rights, and and they are huge amounts of money. And if the IPL has to refund all of those guys, you're looking at a check with a serious number on, aren't you? So the appetite is financial, isn't it? To finish this off, it is to avoid having to refund all of these people. The knock-on effects of cancelling it are, are big. They are big. It's, it's financial and sporting. You know, it feels incomplete to have a... Oh, we want to find out who wins it, don't we? Yeah. For the tournament to be literally incomplete. But but yes, the, the financial implications are massive. There are boards who... We'll, we'll portion in IPL revenue or, or revenue for, for players playing in the IPL as a part of their annual budget. There are cricketers who 
who will be relying on this as a part of their annual income. Uh, and we, we just don't know how all of that is going to be sorted out. There's presumably some going to be some kind of insurance situation involved and how much of that is able to bail out or how much of that is able to help out the, the IPL and the, and the BCCI in terms of meeting all of the financial obligations uh, remains to be seen. It is going to be very complicated, but if you can't host it, if you, you can't host it. I mean, the, it, at some point, um, the sheer logistics may have to get in the way. Mm. I'm not I, saying this is what I want to happen. I'm saying that this is my best estimate as to what will happen. Just one last question to you, Knuckle, before we go back to Naman. But if, if you were to play, I mean, the, what people are suggesting, what the what the favourite seems to be at the moment, if there is going to be a resumption of the IPL, is that it's played before a T20 World Cup so that players go to that country to play the IPL and then move on, move into their national side. What appetite is there? I mean, obviously the finances are going to play a part in this because, as we've just mentioned, some of these countries benefit from the IPL. But does that counterbalance a country's preparation for a T20 World Cup? I mean, England, for example, if England announced their squad, go to that country, in normal circumstances, they would be all their training together. They play warm-up matches against other nations and and, uh, ahead of a global competition. England arrive in a country without their captain, Owen Morgan, who's with KKR in a bubble somewhere else. They've got Joss Butler somewhere else. Ben Stokes might be fit again by then and be somewhere else. That's not ideal preparation for the nation, is it? No, it wouldn't be. But I don't think, I think we're past the stage of ideal, to be honest, James, uh, for everyone. How much time together they would have got to actually train is up in the air anyway, given the quarantine restrictions on... on Yeah, I mean, that's that's a really good point because they, we've seen on the tours recently, they land and literally play the first test much straight away don't they well almost uh and we don't well, i don't know how many warm-up games they would have had scheduled i don't know how soon or, or how long before the tournament they could have possibly arrived in the uae given that the the end of the english season had to be completed there would have been a little bit of, of time off but not not all that much between the end of england's international commitments and the domestic season and the start of the of the t20 world cup i mean also they were meant to be going to pakistan this uh uh this autumn for for two t20s i don't know if that's now happening so i uh, we're past the stage of ideal in in that sense you know you could argue that the players would actually have had more practice because they'll be familiar with the conditions and and be match fit my worry with that is if it's in the same country that the pitches would be absolutely knackered before the tournament Mm. starts yeah yeah there's so much isn't there they're basically juggling about um 20 balls and it only takes one to fall and the ipl won't resume i think it's it's as simple as that blackratcricket.co.uk you've probably spent lockdown dreaming about scoring runs and taking wickets but let Black Rat Cricket kit you out and take you towards success blackratcricket.co.uk they've got a swanky new website and if you quote Badger when you check out you can get yourself 15% off blackratcricket.co.uk join the infestation now, man, I mean, going back to India at the moment, obviously over here in England, we're very concerned about our friends over there in, in India. We've seen horrific pictures of COVID on the TV. Um, COVID's obviously stopped the IPL, but how, how are you and your family and you're in Mumbai? Is it, it, are things settling down? Is there any sign of things getting better? Yes, things are uh, pretty much improving, but uh, yes, uh, not drastically owing to the population of Mumbai as well. Uh, overall, India's population is huge and compared to that, uh, Mumbai is even... Uh, 
more enormous compared to other uh, cities as well. So yes, the condition is improving. Government is trying to provide the vaccines to each and everyone. So getting vaccinated to almost uh, this 130 crore population is not a small amount of task. So it is going to take time. But I feel uh, from one month uh, from now on, at least till uh, June of 15th, I feel uh, it should be good. Uh, everything should be uh, really nice from uh, what the situation is right now. Yeah, I mean, we've seen, we've seen everywhere, haven't we? When it's when we've had horrific spikes in other countries, it does ultimately settle down and things do get better. So hopefully that happens sooner rather than later for you and everybody else over there in, in India. What's the, what's the mood in the nation, in the, in the press, in the country about the IPL finishing of people? I mean, I, I'd imagine people understand why it's happened, but I, I also imagine people are pretty disappointed that they're their main tournaments finished. Absolutely. Just uh, not only nation, like I had four WhatsApp groups and all were just talking about IPL and cricket matches day in, day out, even before the match starts and after the match ends, it was so much buzz all around and it was so much positivity and something to talk about. But last two days, it has been so boring. Uh, nothing to do <laughs> after the office work and uh, it's literally we are just spending time and waiting for the cricket match to start. At least uh, some cricket to watch uh, when New Zealand and uh, England will pay play the test series apart from them yes all the cricket fans uh, especially uh, Mumbai is a hub of cricket so very much disappointed and you know like IPL is also followed here as a religion so uh, right now uh, to be honest it was the best time uh, as uh, there is nothing to do and all are at home and uh, it's been uh, more than two months uh, where it's almost a lockdown situation so uh, yes the people are uh, upset right now but uh, yeah they are just trying to move on and waiting for the cricket to come up Uh, and Naman, during IPL 2020, you got married, didn't you? And your first um, months of marriage aren't particularly exactly what you would have anticipated when you were younger growing up and you were imagining getting married, going on a honeymoon and having uh, wonderful experiences in the early stages of married life. You've been in lockdown for most of it, haven't you? Yes, almost. Uh, like even in my wedding, there were not more than uh, 50 to 70 people. Uh, we had to cut short everything and not, not even a single individual would have dreamt of for a wedding like that. And it's now almost six months in May and uh, we are at, still at home, not gone anywhere. We have not gone anywhere. So Yes, uh, we're trying to deal with it. <laughs> and uh, in November, we'll be completing one year and uh, along with this COVID as well. So it's tough to deal with this uh, situation. But uh, uh, we are expecting too much from the government. Uh, but it is our responsibility also to help them by staying at home right now. It's a hard situation and uh, we need to deal with this and uh, come out stronger than ever before. Well, if your lovely wife can put up with six months of you in lockdown, then that bodes well for the future, doesn't it? <laughs> we just read news of Bill Gates two days before. <laughs> I, I, I imagine, I mean, you got maybe less in the bank than Bill Gates has got. So you're, if, if you were to ever get divorced, your divorce settlement would be a little bit less than Bill Gates's, I would think. Um, Nakul, coming back to you, are we, we're looking ahead to the summer now. Obviously, you know, as soon as, as cricket fans, as soon as one thing finishes, we look ahead to the next thing. The Indian team for the England tour isn't too far away from being announced. And they're going to have to come over and quarantine and, and get ready for playing that test series, which obviously follows on from the New Zealand series in the summer. So, yeah, for cricket fans, there's always something to look forward to, isn't there? There is. And the World Test Championship final because before that, of course. Um, yes, indeed. New Zealand have named an extended squad for the England series, which will get trimmed down to 15 from the 20 that they've, uh, that they've named. A couple of new names to watch for. Devin Conway, who's been making waves in New Zealand domestic cricket. Sorry, I should say Somerset's Devon Conway after the news <laughs> yesterday. Uh, he's been making waves in domestic cricket for a number of years and he's 
had a fantastic start to his white ball international career. Rachin Ravindra, who's been uh, who's come up through the under nineteen circuit, is a very a very um, solid and very um, and very technically put well well put together player. Those are the kind of the new names to watch for. The, the rest, it's it's who you'd expect. New Zealand's a very well settled team. The only issue that they've got is Ross Taylor has a bit of a calf injury, but is expected to travel with the team to England for India. I'd imagine we now know that the India A versus India competitive fixture is not going to happen. Uh, the India A tour has been cancelled. That was going to happen. They were going to play two counties plus the full India team. So what's going to happen now is that there'll be a larger than usual India squad coming over for the World Test Championship and for the Test Series, which will have enough uh, personnel in it to cover for covid problems and provide um opposition in terms of uh, in terms of net bowlers and in terms of center wicket practices as a result i wouldn't expect there to be too many surprises in terms of big players uh, or big names left out the one i can think who might struggle off the top of my head is kuldeep yadav depending on how many seamers and spinners they they go in with kuldeep's stock has fallen uh, in the last couple of years and he's now vulnerable with um you know ashwin jadeja akshad washington sundar mm. i think those those four will go whether they pick a fifth um who knows maybe he would have gone as part of the india a uh, tour but everyone else seems to be fit again i mean um Bhuvneshwar kumar is fit again mohammed shami is fit again in terms of bowlers who missed uh who missed the england uh series when india toured umesh yadav i think is the one who has a slight fitness doubt over him uh he didn't play during during this ipl so i wouldn't expect too many surprises in terms of who is actually in the squad and we might there might well be some some india a regulars and strong domestic performers who who make the tour in some capacity. One of the things that is true for both teams, really, England and India, but India very much so, is, is that you know even the seasoned pros, there's very few that are, are massively secure in that side. Everybody's to an extent is looking over their shoulder because there's so much um, strength in depth and so many good youngsters coming through. And we've seen a lot of them blooded over the last 12 months and come in and, and made waves on the international stage straight away. So very healthy competition. There is, that said... I'm fairly sure that I know the vast majority of India's team for the World Test Championship final. Now, the, obviously, the India Test Series, there will be rotation among the fast bowlers, and there's the depth to do that on both sides. I'm really looking forward to this series. Uh, it's going to be an absolute cracker, I think. Absolutely. And are you, are you the same now? Are you looking forward to the, the summer in England with uh, the World Test Championship in the series against England? It should be, a, as, as Knuckles said, it should be an absolute uh, rip-snorter of a, a Test Series, shouldn't it? Yes, 100%. And uh, to be honest, I'm a huge uh, test cricket fan and uh, no much better host than England uh, watching test, cr- test cricket over there and uh, it's going to be a tough uh, series and uh, expecting the best from India as well uh, apart from that uh, yes we have set a benchmark uh, and now the right now after Engl- England has lost the series and they are going to come hard also they have their home advantage so it is going to be really interesting how India goes on from here and how they play in the final and also against the England so it's a huge challenge for India as well and uh, before the T20 World Cup and IPL and CPL and everything. It's good to see so much red ball cricket uh, from now on. Badges are furry creatures. 85% of women badges think bad grooming is a major turn-off. 80% of women badges think men should trim below the belt. 89% of men think good grooming is essential to the professional success. Don't just dismiss it out of hand. Get on there, manscaped.com. Check out their great range of male grooming accessories. 
hygiene, appearance, attractiveness, confidence. Simply go to manscaped.com, quote the discount code BADGER. You get 20% off, you get free shipping, and you get some seriously quality equipment. Manscaped.com, together we save balls. Let's go back to the IPL then just to finish up and wrap up this hopefully first half of this podcast series. Hopefully we will be back to uh, look at the second half of the IPL should it get rearranged. Now, man, you're a CSK fan on our podcast. I described you yesterday as uh, an MSD fanatic. I said that you'd crawl around the world just to touch MSD on the ankle or something. You, you, you think he can do anything, don't you? Hopefully this isn't the last we'll see of MSD, is it? If this tournament doesn't get rearranged, will we see MSD back? For sure. Uh, I feel this question has been raised even when he was playing international cricket. As long as he is fit and going, yes, uh, the hand-eye coordination and the movement and his six-hitting capabilities, uh, it's not the same as it was before. But as I mentioned, the main thing about him is his uh, leadership and uh, he will for sure stay with the CSK franchise. and I don't think so because, yes, uh, we saw him running everywhere. He still is able to keep and he's more fitter than so many youngsters out there. So I don't think so. Apart from fitness, there is any other reason uh, for keeping a player out of the competition. We are seeing what Darren Stevens is doing for his uh, county team. He is still playing. He's 44. So why not MSD? Why 45 not, uh, now? He's just turned 45, 45. Darren Stevens, yeah. Yeah, so why not MSD? Like his presence matters a lot and it is inspiring. Uh, right now also we heard that he wants first all the players and all the CSK staffs to travel and he's, he'll be travelling last once they reach their home. So this is the kind of uh, presence he brings and... I I was going to mention that, Naman, because I made a big thing of it this morning. I mean, MSD hasn't, but the press have, that he has basically said... He's like the captain on a ship, isn't it? Going down with the ship almost. He's getting everybody else off that ship before he leaves it. He's looking after his team. Absolutely, yes. We can criticise him every day. Like, he's not the same anymore. He doesn't take too many sixes or maybe takes too much time. But his, all I am talking about is his presence matters a lot. Not for the only the team, also for the youngsters around him. Because also after every match, we see him talking to the youngsters. We saw him talking to Azruddin. We saw him talking to Shah Rukh Khan from Punjab. So this is the aura which he brings around him. So I'm, I won't be surprised if he plays uh, next year also. Neil's joined us uh, as Sunrisers Hyderabad fan. Just before we wrap up, Neil, I was just going to ask you, all three of you, for your best memories of the IPL so far and maybe your star player from the IPL's first half, hopefully, of this uh, this year's tournament. Um, if I was to ask that to you, Neil, what, what would be your favourite moment of the competition that we've had so far? I think possibly... Devdut Padakal's 100, Mm. which I thought was absolutely superb. And I like the way that um, Coley gave him a little bit of a a scare that he was going to run out of runs and balls to actually um, get there while still helping him along. Um, He's someone who has really sort of brightened up the last two IPL seasons or one and a half and someone who we see a a really good future for. um, He's a terrific player, isn't he? I I really like watching Dev Duck Paddicle. And you mentioned Coley there, Neil. RCB were going great guns in this first half of this tournament. If it doesn't get rearranged, Virat will be sitting there thinking, am I ever going to get my hands on this trophy? We talk about it all the 
the time that it'd been the one thing missing off his CV, really, that he's never lifted the IPL. He was I'm not necessarily on course to do so, but they were certainly in contention this time. Yeah, I mean, apart from the IPL game called off halfway through, um, it was also the fact that they seemed to finally sort out their team selection. We all thought it was same old RCB when Carl Jameson was signed, you know, uh, sign up for big money, the guy who performed against India in whatever format just before the um, the auction. But actually, he was superb. Bringing in Maxwell, uh, despite flattering to deceive um, on numerous occasions in the IPL previously, um, he was excellent and really freed up both Coley and ABD, where they didn't have to worry about preserving their wicket as much. I, I saw somebody came up with a really good point the other day. I can't, can't remember who he it was to attribute it to them. They said Glenn Maxwell, when he's been with Punjab Kings, he's the big fish, even in a in a franchise team, he's a big fish. At RCB, he's just one of many stars. And they felt that that maybe played to him. It, it, he didn't feel the pressure on him to be the, the star performer because he's got ABD, he's got Virat Kohli, he's got others in that batting lineup. So he's just one of a team and maybe responds to that a little bit better. I think that definitely could have helped, although he still had a massive price tag, bigger than he's had before. So that was always going to be weighing on him. Um, I think moving him up the order, rather than seeing him as this flashy guy who can hit few big sixes. He was given the responsibility of building an innings and holding it together all the way through along with Berat to give others the chance to have the little cameos. And that seems to have suited him a lot more. We've spoken a lot about people like Dawid Milan, who has to come in um, high up the order because he takes a bit of time to get going. And then when he does, he's absolutely amazing. Maxwell, for all his explosiveness, um, seems to have shown that as well. When he was uh, given the responsibility of only getting a few balls to smash sixes last season with Punjab, he really seemed to struggle with that and with, um, with Delhi before as well. So having him as that guy who can bat almost all the way through has really helped. I mean, he's a guy with, I think, three international T20 centuries. You know, you're getting towards McCullum and Gale standards when you get that many. The lad can play. He can certainly play cricket, can he, Glenn Maxwell? Knuckle, come across to you for your favourite memory of the half of the IPL that we've seen so far. It was uh, Karen Pollard's uh, 87 out of 34 balls oh, against, yes. uh, against Chennai. I was on comms for it, the most the most extraordinary heist. They needed 15 and over for the last 10 overs. He took hold of that game with his with his skill, with his ability to hit sixes off almost any delivery, his range of stroke, his ability to transfer his size and his power into into distance and, and contact, and his aura. He It was... It was one of those strange situations where the situation was mathematically unlikely, but you sort of expected it to happen because of the sheer presence and aura of, of Kyron Pollard. Uh, and what made that even better for me, uh, Knuckle, was that they were running out of batsmen. If he'd got out in that chase at any stage, but obviously particularly towards the end, there wasn't really too many to come after him. The, the game would have been lost. It was all on his shoulders, really, wasn't it? Pretty much. There was a cameo from from Hardik Pandya. Um, Nisham got out first ball trying to hit a six, which, which is completely fine. But yeah, then, yeah, double Kulkarni and Rahul Chahel, Jasprit Boomer, Trent Bolt, you're not expecting anything from, from them. But it doesn't matter to Kyron Pollard. And uh, he is very happy to take that responsibility on his on his shoulders and still to play freely despite it. Um, and he is one of the greatest T20 players of all time, and and he showed it. I, I heard you mention you know player of the first half of the tournament for something else. I actually did a team of the first half of the tournament, which okay. might well end up as being the team of the tournament. But um, go for it. 
following the proper rules for overseas players. So Prithvi Shaw and Dave Padakal opening, which is really harsh on Shikhar Dhawan, but I've gone for the extra strike rate. Moin Ali, who I think has been superb for CSK. Ambati Raidu, who I think has been um, not a revelation, but has, has refound some of his best form. AB de Villiers keeping... Kyron Pollard captaining, Ravindra Jadeja, Rashid Khan, fourth overseas player, Harshal Patel, Avesh Khan, Jasprit Bumrah. So I'm just writing these down. I want, I want to keep a record of this, Knuckle, and Jasprit Bumrah. I, I like that team. Um, let's let's flip back to Neil then. You've heard that 11 Knuckle's done. I'm pretty sure Devdut Palakul, Moan Ali, Abati Raidu, ABD, Kieran Pollard, um, Ravindra Jadeja, Rashid Khan, Harshal Patel, Avesh Khan, and Jasprit Bumrah. Would you uh, make any differences to that, Neil? The only guy that I would potentially add is Baron Chakrabarty, who I think has been consistently excellent for um, a couple of seasons and was, for me, pretty much the only bright spark in the um, in the KKR shambles um, this season. Um, he's been absolutely, uh, absolutely brilliant. But otherwise, I really can't argue. Um, just a note on Pollard, um, which I don't see said often, is... My favourite thing about him is whatever the strike rate um, when he comes in um, that's required, he will shoulder arms to a good ball yeah. or a ball that doesn't have the percentages because he has that confidence that... He, he trusts himself, doesn't he? And I, I imagine, Neil, as well, the, the fact that he's done it so many times now, you just go back inside your head. I mean, you, you hear um, psychologists talking about this, that you, you go back and you picture a previous success and he's got many of those. Yeah, it's just happened again and again and again. I think one of my first memories um, of the IPL is probably from around 2012, uh, the final against CSK, where Mumbai were something like six or seven down after about eight overs. And he dragged them uh, through by playing sensibly before exploding. He is not, uh, despite his size, he's not a guy who just goes out there and swings for the hills no. at every ball. He is so calculating. Um, and I don't think that he gets the praise sometimes because he's so strong, because he uh, can hit the ball so far. It's a bit reminiscent of Mark Nicholas talking about West Indies before the last T20 World Cup. He is a supremely smart, calculating player in this format. Now, man, let's come across to you, your favourite memory of the half of this IPL 2021 tournament that we've seen. Uh, well, uh, not memory as such, but uh, I just was so impressed in, uh, with uh, Chetan Zakaria. I feel the matches he has played and the number of wickets he has taken. Uh, I always look after the youngsters because I feel these are the products what IPL wants. Uh, we'll be always treated to our eyes with good performances of ABD, Pollard and Rohit Sharmas. They are going to come and hit it, hit sixes and everything. But I feel the IPL is all about the products coming out of it. Last year we saw Devdat Padikal and Natarajan and this year the likes of Avesh Khan and Chetan Sakarya they have been just brilliant and uh, coming from small towns and performing like this uh, they don't even know what amount of money they are going to get and what amount of what name they are making uh, for themselves uh, but it was so innocent and you always saw him smiling even after going for runs and bowling along with side of uh, Chris Morris and uh, sharing the dugout with Butler it was a dream come true for him so I always always look up to these youngsters how they use this uh, huge platform uh, set for them and 
make their name uh, before representing their own country. Also, I was so impressed with Mohammad Siraj as well. Yeah, he was not like this in the death overs, uh, especially last year in the last editions of IPL. But overall, I am quite happy for Chetan Sakarya. Also, knowing his story, what he has gone through, uh, it's just a brilliant IPL for him. Uh, I wouldn't be surprised uh, him going a lot uh, in the next auction uh, when teams are going to going to refresh their uh, players. Yeah, I, I I really liked watching him. He'll be one of my memories of this tournament as well. Sakaria running into bowl, giving it everything, but a massive smile on his face. And as you say, given the personal tragedy, his brother committing suicide just uh, a matter of weeks before the tournament started um, and where he's come from. The same with Jayasville as well. We talked about him on the podcast as well. The kind of rags to riches stories that the IPL brings up and how these youngsters come in and they perform and it's the tenacity and the fight that they show to get to that stage and then making the most of it when they get there. There's some really fantastic stories the IPL produces and Sakaria is definitely one of those. Now, Naman, you heard Knuckles' team of the tournament that he's picked. I I really like this team. I'll read it out again so that you just get a bit of a, a refresher. Shaw, Padikal, Moen Ali, Rayadu, De Villiers, Pollard, Jadeja, Rashid Khan, Harshal Patel, Avesh Khan and Jasbit Bumrah. Anybody that you'd want to see in there that Knuckles not picked? Yes, I would. I would agree with uh, Neil. I will uh, definitely put in uh, Tripathi in place of Raidu, and also I feel uh, Harshal Patel gets a bit one-dimensional, and also he is more productive at the death, not with the new ball that much. Uh, so I feel Bumra and Harshal Patel makes a kind of a same kind of baller handling the new death, uh, the death overs. So I will bring someone like a Sakaria or Mohammad Siraj to just be more impactful with the new ball in the first six overs in play of Harshal Patel uh, rest uh, all the team looks uh, balanced and uh, super impactful yeah well we've made up there with the additions I think we've made a very nice little squad one quick question to you guys before we finish off on a scale of 1 to 10 I like these kind of questions on a scale of 1 to 10 1 being the IPL 2020 1 is doomed and we'll never see it resurface 10 being the IPL 2021 is definitely going to get played at some stage during the rest of this year where would you put yourself on that spectrum Neil Varani? I think it's an 8 just due to the money but I don't know if it's going to be in the same format and um, I'm wondering if the foreign players are all going to come back and whether they'll have to do a replacement auction in the way that PSL did Knuckle for I, I think that while the the money is of course a significant factor and a far-reaching one, as as you and and Neil have talked about. I just don't think the logistics work, uh, and I think ultimately they're going to have to uh, going to have to admit defeat. No man. Yeah, I'll go with nine. I definitely feel it is going to happen. Specifically, where the World Cup is going to be hosted, I feel that will be the location and the host where the IPL is going to be conducted. So I definitely feel that uh, Ganguly and everyone are trying to work it. Uh, and also, I'm surprised why they have not considered West Indies as an option because CPL is going to be held over there in the month of August. So our post-CPL, even IPL uh, can be conducted over there. But I am definitely sure that uh, it will be conducted and it will be finished uh, before the World Cup. Naman Shah, I love you. You're always positive. I always like that. Nine from Naman. Uh, nothing would surprise me with this IPL. I think we could see it or we could not see it. I don't think any story that comes out of this IPL would surprise me whatsoever. Uh, my thanks, as always, to Knuckle, Naman and to Neil for joining me on today's podcast. Um, and let's not forget Abai, Abhishek, Anand, Claire, Dan, Deepak, Harry, Raj, Rito and Sam for their contributions as we've gone through the first half 
half of IPL 2021. They'll all be back with me if the competition ever does get resurfaced and rejigged and uh, played, whether that be September or whenever else. My thanks to you out there for listening for this first half of this uh, podcast series. Also, thank you to Who Knows Wins for their support of our daily podcast going through this. All that leaves me to say is thank you to the IPL organisers for getting us half a competition because it wasn't the easiest one to to arrange and I think we were inevitable it was uh, called off in the end but great efforts to put that on and thanks uh, obviously mostly to the players for entertaining us in the first half of IPL 2021 and good luck to all of you out there as well the Indians out there living in India whether that be Naman or any of our other fan badges or all of the listeners as well hopefully this Covid spike disappears very very soon and you can get back to normality and get back to safety but look after each other stay strong stay safe I've been James the Cricket Badger I won't see you again tomorrow but hopefully see you again very very soon indeed thanks for listening everybody brought to you in association with who knows wins put your money where your mates are and play along with the cricket badger thanks for listening we'll be back every day throughout ipl 14 have your say on twitter on at cricket underscore badger We'll see you again tomorrow. Sports Social Podcast Network.